Hey guys, so I am just really, oh man, uh, I've just finished a session with um, Grey Eyes. Well, they're not called the Rolettes anymore, I don't think, but um, in terms of just because they're getting older and so it's really, they're, they're not so little anymore. So yeah, the young people with disabilities who are um, part of Grey Eyes' young company, uh, I was just spent the day with them uh, doing a workshop, doing a dance workshop and doing some research about the prospect of being on ice. So ice skating on with with wheelchairs and people with disabilities, it's just an amazing concept. So when I'd never heard of this before, so I a couple of weeks back I tried it and I was like, oh my gosh, I've not been on an ice rink since secondary school and bad memories. I was in, I have a couple of bad memories of being on the ice. I, I fell over once when I was in year eight and um, someone ran over my finger so that it didn't cut it off, but it definitely left a gushing wound. And the only consolation was that I was able to swear at my, you know, my teachers being like, oh, sorry, I can't. This is the only, this is the finger that I got cut on. And um, I guess another experience was, uh, must have been about a boy, but never mind. Not worth mentioning. Anyway, so yeah, I'm just, I'm so gassed. It was, it was so wonderful to see the young people's faces just as they were on the ice. And the, you know, the, the gumption, I guess, that these, you know, these young people had, regardless of, you know, there was, oh yeah, we want to go on ice. It's just kind of cool. But actually rising to that challenge and being like, oh, okay, I'm on the ice now. I don't know how to skate. I do, but I don't really. So I'm going to hang on to the edge. But the more confident they became with it, it was just really beautiful to see and the smiles and their faces. And it was just, you can really see that they enjoyed it. And especially sort of the, the non-ambulant wheelchair users who were sort of being, they were being pushed by ice marshals. And these ice marshals, they sort of, this is at Somerset House at the ice rink skate in um, on Victoria Door Strand, depending on which way you come in from. And um, yeah, so these ice marshals are usually just like shepherding people around, helping people when they fall over and just, you know, helping kids or people who don't know how to skate. So I think the prospect of being a, being with a person with disability or um, or a wheelchair user meant that they could do some mad spins, go as fast as possible, do some crazy turns. You know, some of our young people are so, so lit, literally their their faces were lit up it was beautiful and I was just uh, so excited about choreographing something for the ice with, you know, a company of young disabled people and yeah, just being on the ice. So got another year yet, but uh, lots of planning and lots of dreams, I suppose. But yeah, I suppose, yeah, it's, it's, really, it's been a really interesting week because it's, it's my first week back, I guess. No, no, I don't guess. It is. You know, I've been talking in my podcasts for about 10 weeks now that you know I haven't I haven't been at work for a long time because of my health because of my lift because of this that and the other and it's you know it's all and I've missed it you know I've spoken before in other segments and other podcasts about how I really I like being at Rich Mix because it's just a hub of creativity and I'm here now actually I'm gonna do a shift after I finish this this segment but um it's really interesting that you know, I've come back and this week has literally been jam-packed doing a a, a project called Colorscape with iMusic Trust. And I don't know if you know about Colorscape, but if you do look it up, Colorscape, it's beautiful. Essentially, the images are amazing. Um, what they do for the most part is that they tour the country with a massive installation, which is like essentially a massive tent um, and it's blown up and it's usually in a field or something. And within it, there are sort of pockets and spaces. And what they do is that in a central space, they'll have musicians, dancers, and the installation is literally, you pay, I don't know what it is, um, maybe four pounds or something per person, and you go in per person or child, and you go in and you can spend, I don't know what it is, probably a half an hour in there. And it's literally, you can get lost in the whole place, which is really nice because it's, you know, you get to explore the space and sort of just chill whilst you sort of randomly hear some music or see some dance and flecked in different places, which is great. So, I mean, I've been a part of the project now for a couple of years. I came in as a performer 
And now I sort of go out with the company and do workshops in sort of special needs schools. And this week has been one of those weeks where I've spent three days with a school, with a, with a class or with a, with a group of young people and sort of doing some dance with them. And on the last day, we collaborate with the musicians who play the sensors. So these sensors are an amazing technology. They're pre-programmed with musical sound, um, whether it's music or like a, a musical phrase or a type of sound, so like pots or, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones, like like water dripping or like blowing of air or, you know, wind, that kind of thing. So um, these these sensors are programmed with these sounds and depending on where you wave your hand over the sensor will determine the sound it makes which is an amazing thing especially for um, physical disabilities if people if there are students with sort of limited mobility that can't sort of pick up an instrument and you know physically bang it or you know tune it in any way shape or form then just waving over that sensor will give them that sense of okay I've made that noise I've made that thing and then the man himself, you know, the guy who created this thing or this installation sort of conducts as as me as the dance element gets to perform with, well, I don't perform myself, I get the students that I choreograph to perform. And it's, it's just an amazing thing. So this whole week has literally just been back to back, back at work. And, you know, I think last week I might have voiced a certain angst about wanting to get back to work and the the stress of sort of organization and not being back in it however it's been you know it's it feels like riding a bike you know that kind of thing where you just it, stuff falls into place especially when you sleep so when I don't sleep I get super stressed which is a lot of the time but I mean I you know I'm getting better I promise I had four hours today which is great so um or last night after the show so I went to see Rich Mix. I went to see Artists for Artists. Oh my goodness, the works in development that were being shown by the likes of Chloe Dean, Bismarck, um, the Chris Reyes. I know that Chris, he actually said that he didn't want to perform because he, he's gotten to a point where, you know, dance, he wasn't feeling dance for the moment, but he showed an extract of his work, which, bloody amazing. Anyway, so the likes of all these kinds of innovative minds creating work with spoken word with installations with costumes with uh and i just i just have to reiterate the spoken word just because i'm i'm such a fan these days i mean i say i'm a fan but i haven't seen a lot of it i'm just i'm very interested in the premise and the sort of what it looks like and how it feels channeling through spoken word and I think I've done this over the past couple of podcasts literally posted over the past couple of weeks it's been a real lifesaver in terms of being able to voice voice something quite deep and personal in an artistic way and I come back to the title of my last podcast which was out of adversity comes positivity and I really truly believe that Oh, um, positivity through art. And I really do believe that. I mean, a lot of my solos, a lot of my work has been about, it's been reactionary as opposed to a well thought out concept that I, you know, thought long and hard about. A lot of my work seems to, it seems to be sort of the most honest, just to be, you know, it's in reaction to what happened to me, how I felt that time you know, why I'm feeling this, you know, and it's very, it's such a personal thing. And I think for me, that's why I believe, you know, I believe I make work because it's, maybe it is a therapy for me, but also it's just a way of, of venting, event of just showing the world what it is that I've been through and hopefully it's relatable. It's not that you're going to lose a leg or you're going to be whatever. It's, it's a case of that we all feel we've, something has failed us at some point in our lives and you know whether it's you know you're find you're finding your strength which is what a lot of my work was based on a couple of years ago based on the song I released with my friend Junior and then sort of recently now with my spoken word it's more about sort of mental health and sort of processing relationships and things like this and it's just I'm incredibly grateful for 
sort of the gift of time. I think I've been given it for, you know, over these past seven months where I've been, where I had been forced to stop. But actually, it's, it's given me some time to reflect. And I believe that I've tried to, and, I, you know, I have done. And I think it's it's a great place to be now that I've done a week at work and, you know, it's been a great thing just to get back into the swing of things, to get back into sort of being around people again. And I think when, you, when you're stuck in your lift for two months or when you sort of isolate yourself off, you go a little so crazy. And that's understandable, something that I didn't understand <laughs> at the time just because I was just like, is it me? Is it me? Da, da, da. And not to be sort of the... You know, I wasn't, I don't say these things for sympathy. I genuinely believed them. And, and I was just, and that's, I suppose that's the power of time. Time can heal. And if you allow it to heal, then that's okay. And I think whatever being out there, you know, higher power, God, whatever you believe in, the universe is probably what I believe in. And, you know, I won't get into that. But um, in terms of just, I feel really blessed right now in a sense that I'm just, I'm appreciating what I have while I have it. And although I push, I'm trying not to as much, I promise. But um, I just, I feel fulfilled, you know, in a sense that I don't, I'm not left wanting. And I think for me, that's, I, I, don't like feeling like that like I'm left wanting and if you know it's not the fault of a situation a person or anything like this I think it's a personal perspective that actually needed to be realigned this week and I feel like it's done that and I'm hoping to yeah keep on going and whatever powers be will you know just just work and if it doesn't it doesn't and that's that's life isn't it i guess we roll with the ah, I, I literally roll with the punches and that's how it be so looking forward to working on sort of a a, a piece for uh, an audition or like a not audition but a, a deadline that i'm hoping to make on friday the 6th so, you know, fingers crossed for me, guys. I think I'm going to lose a lot of sleep this week. But actually, it's, well, it's not for artist integrity or the, you know, the worthwhile of the art kind of stuff. But it's just a personal thing that I feel like needs to come out of me and that I want to channel into something artistic. Again, whether it's venting or therapeutic or just necessary to sort of, you know unload and offload um, whatever stresses or thought processes are clouding my mind right now I think this is a great channel for it so I don't know I'm very excited I'm very excited right now to continue working generally continue working on my piece and I shall keep you in check and got you all in check Buster Rhymes. Um, yeah, such a big tune. Anyway, I am out and hope you have a good one. Until next time. So, this week has been an interesting one just because it's been really great to be so busy, but at the same time, I'm just starting back. So, I'm, I literally, I think I took on a lot this week. I'm wanting to do lots of different things and probably wearing myself out in a way that I felt like I wanted to and slash needed to I mean I mean it's, I see needed but I mean it is to you know you work to pay bills but I also work because I, I love to work and also I love what I do so it's really great to have had those highs this week and then sort of experiencing quite um an abrupt low which um 
not to sort of um, bring a downer on anything, but just basically there was an instance where maybe I lacked some judgment and obviously that had its consequences. And I'm, I'm a, I wouldn't say I'm a people pleaser. I'd say I like to help. And if someone's in a jam, I'd like to help. And even if it is at the cost of my own health or my own um, devices, I guess. And sometimes I'm none the wiser and I'm like, actually, I'm just going to do what I can, regardless of what happens to me. Um, and that's not always a great thing. It's not always a good thing. Um, and I think I've said this about other stuff, but, you know, sort of emotional ties and the way that if you attack um, wanting to give everything and to do everything for work, then you're driven, you know. But if you do that emotionally, then you come across as clingy. And in the same way that I wanted to do my part or do what I could, I sort of went over and above and tend to do this a lot, then it means that I suffer in the end. And then, you know, I get told, okay, that's not great. This is not good. You shouldn't have done that and all these kind of things. But my initial thought wasn't for the glory of anything. It was literally just to help out. And I wanted to do that if someone's in a jam. So that's where I'm at, essentially. So, you know, having had that sort of experience, it's just, I mean, this happens quite often sometimes. Well, sometimes it happens quite often. And I am not sure. Yeah, I think this is a pattern that perhaps I need to break in a way that I think of myself a little bit and then obviously think about other people too but then there's balance because I think the scale tips in the other person's favor a lot of the time and I go away feeling like rubbish or feeling like crap because I try to do my part and then I get yelled at or you know told off for trying to help and then yeah just obviously not looking after myself so I don't know I think this is um it's just a reflection I guess on sort of where things are at right now and I've had sort of a day to think about what's happened um considering the past week and obviously it was an intense week so I don't know I, I wouldn't say I'd want to be forgiven for acting the way that I did but I mean, obviously, I just literally just wanted to help. And the consequences thereafter were um, substantial. And not to worry anyone, but it's just a case of that, you know, it's it wasn't ideal. But um, yeah, great end of the week. Um, yeah, but I think it's, and again, it's it's balance. And it's, I've been away for seven months, not working as intensely as I, you know, or regularly, and I still find balance tricky, um, balance in everything, you know, love, life, work, um, you know, leisure, um, self-care, and I've spoken about self-care in other segments, but it's, it's all of that now coming back with sort of the intention and the, the drive, I guess, and ability to get back to work, because I want to, and because I need to, I think it's just, you know, otherwise um, you could waste away just thinking to yourself and thoughts can be dangerous sometimes, um, hence some of my spoken word and a lot of those poems come from personal places and come from certain situations and whilst, you know, I'm channeling through art, it doesn't deter from the fact that it is a real place and they are real things, but um, yeah. I suppose this is just me signing off this week to say just have a good one and remember to rest. And I, I was speaking to someone about this yesterday and the fact that um, I, I know that it's good advice, but sometimes I don't practice it. And I don't think that makes me a hypocrite. It just means that we all find balance difficult. And I know in my head, in my heart, that these things... I know I should be doing, 
but it's just about the practicality and logistics of it all and I think it's just about being organized enough to schedule in breaks and all that kind of thing and make sure you have a good time make sure you have a holiday make sure you get that night off make sure you drink that tea maybe make sure that you drink that water that will keep you fresh and sort of full in a way and not and to really sort of let go of things during the day that will stress you out in the night so yeah just a just a word already dances word to say take care of yourselves and yeah just even the little things are really helpful drinking water drinking tea pausing for just five minutes closing your eyes and just imagining a nice place and then just you know getting back to it because you've done that you've given yourself time and time is something that's you know, ever escaping us and because it continues to run even though, you know, we can't stop time and um, we can't get time back, I guess. Um, but it's that idea of use it, use it well and try not to waste it. And we do it all the time by thinking about trivial things, by thinking about what he said, what she said, what um, they think, just... Again, advice that I know that's true, but, you know, we're human, we tend to do this, and, you know, those dangerous thoughts will creep in, and that's all, you know, part of it. So, you know, do something nice today, where you could just have some time for yourself, have some time with a friend, have some time with family, whatever makes your heart a little lighter. So then you're not burdened by whatever it is that burdens you, whether it's work, whether it's a person, whether it's a situation, whether it's, you know, the world's problems. At least if you have a moment to yourself in self-reflection, perhaps that might be just one thing good that you've done today. And that's for you, you know, you own that, that, that moment is yours and no one can take that away from you. Anyway, that's Laura D signing out. Hey guys, so yesterday I went to Disability Arts Online and um, it was under the poet tree, um, Read Rhymes Life, which was in the foundry in Oval, South London. And it was really great. Um, I've not been to a Dow Disability Arts online event before and it was really cool to see um because um the only spoken words event spoken word events i've been to have been jaw dance and perhaps tong fu and um yeah perhaps had a a younger audience so there was a lot of clicking and stuff for appreciation but um this was a different event where perhaps the clientele as it were or the the audience were of an for like an an older age bracket so there wasn't this sort of um the clicking stuff and the whoop whoops kind of stuff i think it was me i just i felt really young being like whoop whoop <laughs> when i was applauding but um it was quite yeah it was just a really great environment really supportive as well um and it was great to see sort of seasoned poets really talking and um, really like real talk as well as just poetry and for me I wanted to be I think I was a bit I think I was a bit big-headed I was like, oh yeah I know my poem and I'm gonna like do it off by heart kind of thing and yo I you know I choked I didn't choke I guess it was I forgot a lot of it because um the open mics were sort of in the middle of the so there was three quarters of um, sort of featured poets, and they did um, they did they did it, they did it in rounds. So you know, one poet would say a couple of poems, the next would say a couple of poems, and then it went around maybe three or four times, and then maybe three times perhaps, and then it was the open micers. So I was 
just absorbing all the poetry and the deliveries and the different techniques that people were using and the content and some of it was just like mind sort of grabbing and some was really random and it was really good to sort of hear it all and I think I was really full in terms of just like wow I'm wow I'm just in the room with some extremely talented poets so when it came to me I was like I don't know who I am <laughs> or I don't know where I stand because this is my so basically I did um I know to Chucky which is my first ever spoken word piece that I've written and I thought it was really ingrained in me but I think after having listened to all of the other poems and the poets speaking and the confidence and stuff you know maybe it rattled me a little and also because everybody had their sheets of paper whereas I was doing it off by heart and I had you know it's I'd gone after who did I go after I went after a really great poet who who spoke about um his friend going into sort of the psychedelics um in terms of he was <clears throat> sort of had some mental health sort of yeah issues because of psychedelics and he was quite manic and he said he loves his friend because of it and then when he was hospitalized or when he was sectioned or um you know however they had whatever the term is um he was put on some quite strong drugs and he disappeared because that mania was being suppressed and for 40 years he was being suppressed and that's no way to live life and i think yeah to in order to make him in inverted commas better they literally just took away everything that was you know innately him but you know there was i don't know the the full side of it but um he it was quite an emotional piece very um very passionate very poignant very incredibly moving as well and i was just like yo and then i went after that and i was talking about chucky and i was like oh oh wow and I forgot literally forgot half of it and um people were like they came up to me afterwards and were really really nice and everybody was really supportive and I think everybody likes the way I deliver in terms of uh yeah I'm not I just yeah I don't I don't just read off a page not that that was a bad thing but because I am who I am I tend to, I want to perform it and I, I sort of add my dramatic pauses I guess but it's it's not for it's not just for memory but it's also for dramatic effect that it's and i give people time to want to think about what i've just said because i you know i'm talking to someone about it and sometimes when i go to spoken word events or i go to rap battles and it's it's so fast and now you know me like well no not that you know me but it's just a bit like when you try and catch trying to catch everything it's it's so fast that you miss it like it's there and then it's gone and you know so to have that space to actually think to actually allow the I think that makes it more accessible and I think that's what I want to do with my spoken word and obviously with silence it's developing my fingers crossed um into a spoken word dance piece and I'm incredibly excited to continue um working out the sign language and how that element is going to sort of add to it and um speaking of sign i uh, it's really is such a lovely event because i um i completely forgot that you know it was Kathy Waller who is obviously she works with Dow and um she's brought me in a couple of times for doing some stuff with Dow and um yeah i'd gone there for thinking it was just poetry that you know random and then i saw you know and then i randomly saw at the corner of my eye and then i managed to spot someone else and then i met someone else and then i met someone else i was like wow i mean like the sort of the disabled community within the arts is you know it's not it's not super small but you know it's definitely you know it's definitely smallish and then to put the disabled community and then you um narrow it down again to artistic sort of um disabled people and um no did i is that just the same thing that i just said no no basically well um what i mean is that it's just incredibly 
incredible I feel incredibly privileged to know these really artistic people so the signer who um was signing the whole thing essentially she was literally just it was just amazing to watch because Becky Barry she's an amazing interpreter just because her obviously her memory to catch something and like literally not have any frame of reference I mean, I don't think so. I don't think it was rehearsed, but she was literally listening to the poems as they were being said and then signing them to, um, so Donna as well. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So uh, Becky is amazing. And then she was um, signing and like, she's so expressive and she's so clear with her sign. I was, you know, heard about her through, through Hearns, my, my deaf friend, as well as just working with her with Grey Eye beautiful personality beautiful um and really with the work ethic it's just she's such a uh, when you meet her she's just like yes <laughs> you know she's one of these um really lovely women who's just very caring and then you know and then also very um articulate so it's it's really it's really beautiful to sort of be around and then she was signing for donna who randomly i met at french I met her at, um, yeah, I met her in um, Edinburgh Fringe when I went with British Council and we went to be sort of flies on the wall, as it were, to see how Fringe works and what we would need to do to bring a show there, this kind of stuff. But there was no pressure to bring a show there. It was just about, it's just information. And I had met Donna somewhere, I can't remember now, but, you know, I took her out for um, birthday for her birthday, I guess, like as a birthday thing for Pizza Express, we had a bit of cake and we were signing and stuff. And because my sign is very conversational, she was getting, you know, we were having a conversation. And um, I was with Alice, but I think Alice had, um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, it was really, really nice to see her perform because what she did was she did an SSE sign supported English performance as well as a bsl performance which is you can see the difference and i was like wow it's really it's really cool to sort of see that depth and the bsl is really great because she was um obviously with the bsl it's more emotive in terms of um sort of actions and movement and then becky was reading her poem as she was doing the movement to it in terms of BSL in sign language. And then SSE, she was saying and um, signing her poem, which is what I believe, <laughs> what I believe I do in my poetry or what I, I'm wanting to do with my poetry, I guess, because it's I want to make it accessible in a way that, yeah, it's, it's a combination of both. Both. Um, yeah. So uh, very excited to sort of, and really excited to have seen her work, because I know that she's an open micer, she's a writer, Donna, and um, so yeah, to actually see her perform live was a great thing. And then, um, who else was there? Oh, see, oh yeah, of course, my advocates, my my girl, my home girls there, I guess, like um, Jasmine, who um, I spoke on a different segment about her divine beings performance amazing spoken word multidisciplinary artist amazing um because i i bumped into her at work today because i was working today i did the morning shift and then came to the evening for the performance and um so i bumped into her i was like yeah we should have lunch and then i was like oh cool we should go to this event and my girl is so busy that she's like you know she's got meetings she's got meetings coming out of arrears and she's also like working elsewhere and like in various bit different jobs so i was like oh my gosh i'm so glad that she actually got to come and like you know just just the love and support from her is just beautiful i was just i really love sort of just being around her because then it's one of these things because she's um because where she, the way I mean I spoke about it in my divine segment divine divine being segment that um I I can switch in terms of accent because of like this is me talking normally I guess and um obviously you have your telephone voice which is your professional voice 
as in you know where I work I you know I speak to customers and I'm like okay hi there how can I help you da, 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 da. this kind of stuff but then when I'm around certain people I don't know I just chat rubbish or just like not chat rubbish but then you know certain accents come out or certain sort of ways of talking like you know roadman talk and all this kind of like, you speak well road all this kind of stuff and yeah I mean and it's funny because earlier that day or earlier yeah yes um today I guess or that day um there was a delivery man named Bounty <laughs> my guy <laughs> so funny um from Seychelles proper like um not roadman but like you know with a really Jamaican vibe um and like yeah you're so pretty eh? you know all this kind of stuff trying to chat man up and stuff um or me like man <laughs> but I was just like yo you can't be saying that and it was early morning yo and then he was I'm not gonna repeat what he was saying but he was like essentially he's like oh yeah can I can I come over yo I'm prof I just met you and like it was just it was just funny because we had this sort of banter and so he went from being all of that I want to take you home this kind of stuff to you know you know someone the only reason I'm like this is because I'm confident I'm confident and I know that I'm not gonna fail and I was like, bruv, what the hell kind of ego do you have on you? But it made, <laughs> he was explaining it, and I think it made sense to me, actually. Because there's a confidence in yourself that means that you can't lose. Because for me, like, on the other side of it, I'm like, yes, you can lose because you're not going home with me, and that's your loss. Um, but actually, he was saying to me, you know what? Confidence. Confidence is a winner. So when you when you act confident and you know yourself then you can be like, you can do whatever you want and win in whatever situation because at least you've done it rather than it's, um, you're going to fail. And the only reason why you would lose in a situation is if, you know, the losing in a situation like whatever, you know, this was, this encounter was, is if you allow the other person to make you feel like you've lost as opposed to you've spoken to that person and that's a win. So, I mean, it went all from all this sort of like deep stuff to, you know, knowing yourself and being confident and comfortable in your own skin and being able to, you know, just be happy and stuff to, you know, I want to take you home and ting another, yo, okay, we're, we're getting away from this. You need, you need to stop and stuff. And I suppose it could have been seen as harassment, but it wasn't because I handled it and also that it's not even that I handled it it was just like you know you need to you need to calm yourself all this kind of stuff and it was just it was just quite refreshing because I love that in people in mandem that actually you are confident and that's cool you can step to me and you can be like yo have a conversation but if it gets too much I'm gonna shut you down type of thing so even here like, <laughs> just you know it's it's quite it's quite infectious that you know start thinking about it and start thinking in a way that I talk and actually not even thinking about it that's that comes quite natural because of I'm thinking of that situation so it's making me speak a certain way which is always quite fun and like um I always say to people or um my African comes out when I'm really tired so I'm like eh, eh. or oh, all of that it came out it all came out it was quite funny so um that was a cool encounter but yeah jasmine my girl so like yeah i love her so much that she's she's super supportive and i was really it was really nice to perform um i actually performed to her in private just because i wanted to show her my piece my silence piece and it was cool again i must have forgotten some lines but i should really you know just memorize them and do them properly but yeah it was cool it was good to to see and like she's so supportive it's great and it, it makes me as in like I'm now going to talk about caramel my girl she came down and she was supporting me and like I don't think she's been to like um possibly an event like this before in terms of people with disabilities speaking about yeah speaking their truth and stuff so it was just really nice place and then obviously because Kathy has done lots of work with dance and East London dance they're like I know you I know you right at the end of the night when like all the evaluation forms had to be filled and I was like frantically trying to write 
because I'd been in conversation with various people and not managed to do it. But like I came back and Caramel and Kathy were talking. It's like, yeah, I know you, breaking convention. And I'm like, no, that's not it. Hakeem, that's maybe, that's it. So it's just, it's quite, I love how small the, um, the, art, art, the arts are in terms of, you know, everyone knows someone, the six degrees of separation, all this kind of stuff. But it was just beautiful to sort of be in a room in a supportive room and to be just free to express whatever poem it was and um, I felt like I didn't want to do silence because I'm, I'm working on the sign and dance for the BC application so I'm going to be doing that today and you know wish me luck guys because yeah <laughs> deadline's in a couple of days but yeah I think I'm yeah I was very I'm very blessed because it was the international day of um disability yesterday as well because that's and that's why I wanted to do the um Ano to Chucky because that's where my disability began I guess with um sort of with MS and then meeting Chucky and then you know it all was very yeah so it's all very poignant and very um yeah my my I was truly blessed yesterday just because I was I felt really full in terms of artistically, creatively, and then just socially as well, because it was just, it was just nice to be around people, I guess, and then to to feel that love from Caramel, from from Jasmine, from Kathy, from you know the, the people who were just in the room, and I was like, yeah, this is amazing, and if we could have that every day, you know, have go into a room and literally be applauded every day, just for just being you. That's that would be that's the major sort of ego boost. I think I remember seeing that somewhere. It was just that maybe it was in something like um Sabrina the Teenage Witch, where you know, the, I mean obviously she's a teenage witch and like she's got all this magic in her house, and she goes to a place where she wants to live. She wants to live away from the mortal world, so she lives with her aunt who has various rooms in the house that do various things and one of them is one of those rooms where you open the door and they just applaud you for no reason but they they like we love you and they shower you with praise even though it's empty it's still praise but i mean i hope that it came from a place of genuine sort of praise for me yesterday but i mean in terms of that you know sabrina's teenage witch that's where it was it's quite empty but just like yay congratulations whatever but um, but yeah, it's uh, I think we all deserve it. We all deserve to be supported, loved, and appreciated. And I do. I appreciate. I appreciate that guy Bounty. You know, like props to him for trying. You know, he did try. My gosh, he tried. I was like, yo, I appreciate you, but no, you're not coming home, and I'm not going home. And all this just it was just it was too much for like ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was a bit too much, but <laughs> that's just me. Um, yeah, that's just me. But it was funny. It was funny, and it's um, it's always really cool to fun like to sit in the car with Jess, and um, just to to chat road in it, and be like yo, <laughs> and just just because it all comes out, I'm like you know, and everything comes out in terms of just being, whatever, you know, whenever it you know the mood strikes or if I'm tired, the African comes out. The um, Italiano comes out when um, I'm speaking with a friend who is a, I don't know, or a European friend, whatever. And it's a mix of Italian and I suppose, I suppose Filipino, I guess. And then it all, it all just rolls into one, you know. And whatever this accent is, I don't know. But uh, whatever, isn't it? <laughs> the African and European Anyway, um, and then when you get to talking about dance hall, it's all a bit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm gonna cut that because yo, um, this is getting on a bit. So yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to acknowledge sort of my, my time, at, um, sort of under the poet tree, and you know what? What made me laugh is because I could have gone to this event last month. But I was so buffed by the instructions and by the um what do you call it directions that my my phone was giving me, doing some crazy madness because I typed in Foundry, and then it must have 
you know, it must have led me somewhere. And I was like, I have no idea where this is. I don't see nothing. And perhaps I didn't do my research, so I was just like, I didn't, like, look into it further. So I was going around in circles, going around the same postcode. I'm like, yo, what's going on? And then yesterday, or, like, you know, when we went yesterday, it was literally behind the place where I had been circling. So I was like, yo, madness. Anyway, at least I got there. At least I met some really lovely people. And Richard Downs, he's the, um, I suppose he's Richard Downs and Colin, I suppose they organise the poetry and stuff that comes um in the event and they're amazing poets and you know people with disabilities and it's really beautiful to watch and it's really great to listen to and then just watching Becky do her thing I mean this is I'm so inspired by sort of sign and stuff I'm really looking forward to doing something with it so um without yeah I suppose I'm just gonna go and do that today and I'm looking forward to just continuing I mean like last week was a mad one like I was saying in my last segment that it was a bit of a mad one and you know things happened and I need to slow down obviously and I think it's you know it's healthy to have gone through stuff to be able to tell you actually you do need to slow down because you know it's it's going to be dangerous for your health dangerous for your body dangerous for your mind so yeah i think we all get these you know if we're if our mind is too fast for our bodies our bodies will tell us you're going to get sick or you need to you need to close your eyes literally now so you can sleep and you know and that's that's involuntary and we can't help that so i yeah i mean i think I was pushing really hard last week just because it was my second week back and I was so excited to be back at work. So hopefully it'll be better. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's going to be sick. I can't wait um, to get back into sort of being creative, being, you know, just working and then just being around people again. Um, and even if I'm not, because I, I think, yeah, I, I have a bit of distance. I mean, I'm great at sort of like um, small talk. But in terms of relationships with people, they take a bit more from me. Especially with new people, I'm a bit like, okay, I'm quite cautious and, you know, barriers are up, all this kind of stuff. And when they're down, there's, you know, being too vulnerable, going back to a state of barriers up. Um, Yeah, that's a bit like, it's a bit of a, it messes with your head a little. Especially if it's sort of a romantic thing or and then it turns into not and then you know you're back and forth and where your mind was will always be there you know just churning at stuff but you know I'm working on being friends and um with people again and rekindling friendships and just being around I think where I hadn't been over the six past seven months had been very isolated in myself so I think it's just about opening up and reconnecting with people. I suppose that's what the holidays are for as well. Like the month of December will sort of be on the hard grind to earn that pee and get that money and da 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 But New Year's, Christmas, New Year's, I suppose it's a day for families and friends and stuff to rekindle and to, to take some time away from work and be like, okay, let's spend some time and let's just get back to knowing each other again and catching up and all this kind of stuff so I'm incredibly grateful and I'm wanting to I'm, I'm you know I think we should all be grateful for our health and even if our you know our pocket is slightly whatever I was talking to someone about this yesterday and being like actually you know what um we can't complain too much if you've got a roof over your head, somewhere to sleep, and something to eat, you know, you can't really complain too much about stuff. And um, when there's someone who doesn't have any of those things, and they're struggling this Christmas. So, you know, I spoke about sort of befriending some homeless guys, and actually not befriending them, but just speaking to them, because so often they're just like, cast aside or people just ignore them and whatever so they don't even smile at them don't even talk to them and not even say no thank you I can't give you this I'm sorry blah 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 
I know. And so it's just, it makes me sad a little to think about homelessness this Christmas. And, um, yeah, my parents actually um, volunteer at a shelter. And they do homeless, they, yeah, they, they volunteer at a homeless shelter. And that's incredibly fulfilling for them. And, you know, it just, it makes me wonder, like, I'd want to do something similar in terms of volunteer my time. But I'm not sure what, so, you know, if, you, if anyone's got any ideas, um, yeah, uh, holler at me. The socials, Laura D. Dances, at Facebook and Instagram, and on Twitter is at X, it's all good, X. And yeah, I'm on YouTube as well, but yeah, there's not much on there. So, um, yeah, hit me up and holler at me. Let me know what you think. Let me know your thoughts. Any, any thoughts. Like, I don't know who's listening, but uh, happy to to oblige and, you know, engage in conversation. So let's do this. All right, have a good one. Until next time. Hey, so um, I just wanted to talk about, um, not burnout, but a little bit of autopilot. It's um, strange for me right now just because it's been a mad couple of weeks and for the first time in a long time I've had a weekend to myself and I'm just jamming and chilling which is really nice to recharge and just um, switch off and it's been really good to sort of just literally be on autopilot in a way and it's, um, it's crazy how my autopilot is autopilot for other people so I'm just like cooking and cleaning and you know just cooking for other people and and because I enjoy it and this is the thing I um I'm no slave I don't want to you know I'm not just for other people but I actually I genuinely enjoy it so it's, it's just one thing that I haven't been able to do for a long time just cook and just to to jam and chill with music and just to to cook in my kitchen and to make stuff you know you may you know for me it's like made with love it's made from you know just you know good vibes and just chill and stuff so I'm not stressing about going somewhere or not stressing about needing to be somewhere but actually I'm just jamming and I'm just making food because I want to and I was on this weight management thing and I'm actually back on it because I for these past two weeks it's been a mad one so I've just been constantly just working and eating crap and trying to like you know snatch a a meal somewhere and eating rubbish just to you know try and snack on stuff whereas actually the weight management thing is a good thing to be able to actually regulate and to have this sort of product and the hot chocolate which is kind of cool and then um yeah people say to me oh yeah how's that work you know it's hot chocolate but you can drink it and you can still have things but actually yeah it's really great because it's um it's a it's all natural and it sort of just suppresses the need to snack so you know obviously you eat healthily as well as you can or you don't change I suppose you can't yeah I mean change your diet in terms of wanting to eat healthier and um, the things that you do eat that are relatively healthy rather than you know gorging on crisps and still drinking the drink it doesn't quite work but I mean yeah so yeah I'm on this thing and uh, hopefully it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be a good one and for me I'm just it's nice to have just reflected this weekend and just to just chill and I know that sometimes when we think I know for myself that sometimes my thoughts come can run away with me a little and they turn negative but um you know I think I'm trying to spin the positive out of it now and it's it's good because you know we I think when people see me they see whatever they see oh yeah you're doing great stuff or you're you've achieved blah 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 and all this kind of stuff and for me I'm just living I'm just living life just wanting to try and live life and what I've achieved is because I've wanted to achieve it and not because anyone's forced me or you know or because I have a a goal to change the world and you know that'd be nice (laughs) to change the world with my art or to change the world with you know who I am and what I do but it's not my my sole purpose and I think I know people who want to do that and that is their sole purpose that they want to get not famous but they want to be known for making change and stuff and that's you know kudos that's great for me it's not like my main thing I think for me I've, I've spoken in other segments about 
my artistic um I suppose my artistic leanings uh, just in terms of wanting to collaborate and wanting to better myself and just to, to learn just to learn stuff that I don't <clears throat> oh, excuse me um just to learn stuff that I don't know and to share with people and to exchange and to share and just to yeah to revel in someone else's art to be like okay you know how can we work together and create something new and positive i was listening to one extra today and um talking about uk hip-hop and made me think of um oh my guy oh my man in um in leicester it's like mantis and you know the original uk hip-hop scene and it's really cool to listen to and you know chip shop is um something that's is a place that's been quite prevalent over these past couple of months for me just like going to gigs like um Lamar I mean Omar and um I went to a friend's gig Marshall um Marshall's gig which is really cool and then chip shop is a pretty cool place so you know Rodney P one of the apparently cornerstones of UK hip-hop and not apparently yeah one of the you know one of the original sort of foundation artists in UK hip-hop it's turning 50, the big five O apparently, and I literally just heard it on one extra, and I was like, yo, sounds amazing, so I want to go down there and just, thing, just jam, just jam to some vibes, man, some original UK hip-hop vibes, and I'm just, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, it's election day, the 12th of December, and um, I'm supposed to be at other places as well, but um, we'll see, just because it's it's a mad one because there's so much going on on that day and I think emotions are going to run high on election day um but yeah I am I'm not going to speak about politics because I don't really one I don't really um I don't enjoy talking about it just because it's not something that uh I think there's a lot of stuff that's been going on in the news and there's lots of press and stuff about especially about sort of comments about disabled people and yeah I'm gonna cut that gonna cut that anyway um I just felt the need to um finish this week's podcast with you know a chill vibe and just to be like yeah I'm I'm happy that this has come you know and I think also I've just I suppose not a burden has been lifted, but I think I feel a little a little lighter, having not um, got so much on in terms of pressure to do things. Like last week, it was, um, well, not last week. This this week, I just I submitted my application to breaking conventions. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's an exciting time for me, I guess. Just exploring some something new. I haven't danced in a long time in terms of creatively for myself. So it was um, really interesting to try and sort of put together a video and uh, send it off with my application. So I am looking forward to sort of, um, I guess, not, I, I don't anticipate me getting an audition or getting through, but it's just being back in the game as it were just to just you know just to be working and dance again um I'm not sure where my head was at earlier this year just um the fact that I didn't have any work and I because I didn't feel the need that I was I was strong enough in a way or that I was mentally there I feel like perhaps I am now and who who knows I think are we ever I'm sure we are but I think it's just it's just an interesting place to be now because I'm excited and I'm getting excited about various things and bring on 2020 because 2019 has literally kicked me up the butt and just literally just yeah just slam dunked in my face and um yeah it's just been a bit of a mad one and um it's had its ups and downs and I think I'm I suppose I just I need to remember the ups but also just the downs too, because that's what that's you know it's what makes us, also breaks us and all this kind of stuff. But you know you take it and I'll try and get a bit stronger and learn for next time and all this jazz. But um yeah, I suppose when you um 
when you experience stuff, then you just learn for next time, don't you? And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut that right here, right here. But um, I'll see you on the next one. Or yeah, so hit me up on the socials. Uh, Lordy Dances on Facebook and Instagram. And then on Twitter is at X. It's all good. Okay, good night guys. Have a good one.